Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. I want to talk about this incident in Roscommon last night um, at an under 17 GAA match. Ian Cooney is the Roscommon Herald sports editor and he's on the line. Ian, what happened in Roscommon last night? Hi, Andrea. Uh, well, it appears that um, during, a, as you say, an under-17 match in Valley Forden last night, the referee had thrown in the ball for the start of the second half. He made a decision and then um, he, there was an incident which led to the referee lying prostate on the ground um, and an ambulance was called for. He was subsequently taken to um, hospital and the match was abandoned. So, unfortunately, it's just another... Uh, sorry incident uh, in a long line of of you know of um images we've become used to in the GA world where we've seen GA um referees been escorted off fields by match officials but um this is obviously much more serious because mm. obviously a referee was injured and and taken to hospital by ambulance how is he today ian do we know uh, his condition currently is unknown andrea um my latest report is that he was brought to hospital last night where he was awaiting results on um, on x-rays. So that's all we know about him. But obviously a very terrifying time for him and his family. Can you imagine, you know, those couple of hours after the match when this story broke, um, you know, he bought, bought to hospital just, you know, doing a, a job voluntarily, um, you know, refereeing an, an underage game. And, and, and this is how it ended up. This is an under-17 match. Yeah, it is. And uh, the way things are going, we won't have referees refereeing any sort of games at, at underage level anymore. I mean, I know the GA has, you know, tried to recruit referees, you know, especially at, at county level. In, and in Roscommon, you know, they're trying to get former players involved and people that may have been involved in the game of the past. But sure, why in the name of God would you want to be a referee when it ends up like this? The, there's an investigation underway. Is that by the Roscommon County Board or who's looking into it? Yeah, so Roscommon GA came out with a statement this morning where they um, admitted that this incident occurred and have uh, basically gone through the details as I relayed them to you there. Um, it said it strongly condemns any behaviour that puts any of our match officials at risk, um, which does indicate that a serious incident obviously did take place. And the CCC and the county will commence um, a full invest- investigation into the incident and they won't be making any further comment at this time. But it's a... Uh, it's a very, very serious incident, Andrea. Mm. There's a, actually a video, um, I believe, on, yeah. online as well, Ian, of yeah. the uh, of the incident. Yeah, so um, this emerged this morning. This video appeared on social media and it goes through the events as I de- detailed them to you there. Um, the referee gives the decision to one of the teams and then all of a sudden you can see this individual walking onto the pitch. Now, it must be said that this does not involve any of the players that were involved in the match. Okay. This individual walks onto the pitch and then all of a sudden the footage breaks away and the next bit of the footage we see is the referee lying on the ground where obviously the incident had occurred. So um, it's a shocking image. It's a, it's an absolutely terrible it's image desperate. for the GA. Yeah, it's, it really, really is. Yeah. As I said, at a time when you know, we're, we're trying to recruit referees to make sure that our games can continue in the future. Um, to see this sort of image of a referee lying, you know, um, on a stomach in the ground after an alleged incident is, um, it's really, really shocking. 
Stay with us, Ian, if you don't mind. 53106 is the number if you want to get in touch with us here in the programme today because we're asking, how do you stop this type of behaviour? It's not the first time we've talked about it here on the programme. Um, Pat Byrne O'Connell is a, a GA referee and Pat's on the line as well. I mean, Pat, like, I'm sure, you know, you must be shocked by this incident in, in Ballyforn last night. No. I'm not shocked. Not, not at all, Pat. No. There was a report released last just last week showing that um, every day that 10 referees go out, three of them will be receive some sort of threat. Three of them. Every single day. And it was only a question of time before it stepped up to assault. And I'm not surprised it happened. Not in the slightest. It was coming to this. But I hope now Roscommon GA do the right thing. I hope the club involved do the right thing. I hope the man who was big and brave enough to walk onto a field and do what he'd done and turn his back and walk away, not caring about the result of his actions, is big and brave enough to walk down to the local guard station and hand himself okay. in. But, but Pat, Pat, can, can I ask you though in a general sense like leaving Roscommon to one side for the minute because as you say it's not the first time that incidents like this similar to this have happened um, what does happen in a case like this because there's an investigation and, and the CCC and all are involved so like what what is the actual fine or penalty that you know a club can face look there's, there's no there's a red card you get two weeks suspension that's it that's it because everything goes on to the referee's report they will wait until the referee sends his report, which he has three days to do. If this man is hospitalised, he won't get his report in within three days. So it becomes null and void. So this is the crazy thing about it. There's no monetary uh, penalties. And until individuals and clubs receive monetary penalties, this is only going to get worse. And what kind of monetary penalties, Pat, are you talking about? I would hope this referee launches a civil case against this individual and the club. And I would hope it involves a five-figure sum. But do do you mean? But like, just in in a general sense, though, Pat, across the board, like, I mean, what can the GAA or the headquarters do in in cases? They really can't do nothing. Their hands are tied because all the rules and regulations are in place for years, and it's the clubs who make the rules and regulations. So each club can and decide. In in each club and each county can decide what happens if there's an incident involving players from teams or spectators or somebody in the the management board or whatever. Every individual club can make their own decision. No, what happens is the referee sends in his report, and the CCC make a the CCCC make a decision on the based on the referee's report, and then the clubs appeal it. And there's so many grounds for appeal that the nine times out of ten. The, the incident will be okay. Overturned. So it's the appeals is the problem. Yeah, absolutely. It's not fit for purpose. It's not fit for purpose, and that's 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 the problem. But un- unless the GA in Croke Park take it out of the club's hands, then this is going to continue, and it's going to get worse. There is no other way. It's happening. The, the reporter earlier said it's the referee numbers are disappearing mm. rapidly. Guys are starting refereeing and by the end of the year they've given it up. Like people don't realise like very soon there will no will not be enough referees for games. And if there's no referees, there is no games. And if there's no games, kids are out in the street because they've nothing else to do. It's a social problem. And why why have the GAA Pat at this stage not 
um, the, the headquarters. Why have they not, you know, taken more control of this in terms of the, the, the appeals? Because in your view? <laughs> because it's, it's within the rules of the, that the only time they can change the rules is at convention. Yeah. But sure, the, the way to change the rules is the clubs put forward proposals and those proposals are voted on. So it's actually the clubs that have to change. That's what has to happen. But do you and think individuals it needs like, to be taken more seriously? It's, it's individuals like the, the person who carried out the act yesterday. He's part of the clubs, but he's also part of the problem. And there have been many, many incidents, Pat, and I know, we, you know we, we've spoke about it many times before here on the programme um, over the past couple of years, incidents that happen across the, the length and breadth of the country and what's going to happen and will, you know, will it be taken more seriously, will there be bans, will there be club fines and all of the texts now are starting to come in as to what people you know, feel should happen. But like in your own experience, um, is this, what, have you, well, what have you experienced on the pitch, Pat? Oh, I've been caught everything. I've been threatened. I've had mirrors broken off my car. I've had uh, cars doors dented with guys smacking balls off the car doors. I've had stuff like that. I've, I've had people come to my door after matches. That kind of stuff. And there's nothing you can. Do, there's nothing that can be done. No, that's it. There's nothing because the rules don't allow for it. And do you and think, given happens. given the number, like the on the number of occasions that we've talked about this, I mean. Do you think there is any appetite at all among the clubs now to try and not, change this at convention? Not, not one iota. No. Not one iota. So when all of these texts now start, you know, they're, they're coming in now, right, from, from people who talk about being at, you know, a, a game in X part of the country and my part of the country and all the different things they witnessed and it's mm. terrible and it's a disgrace and the whole lot and that's what all the messages are basically saying. But the reality yeah. is, they, so what, they need to go back to their club and say, well, do you know what, if you're really serious about this, you need to actually table a motion to change the rules of convention. Is that is that the upshot of it? That that's what has to happen. That's what has to happen. It it has to come from the clubs. Like in personally, I think what should happen. The club and us common. Like looking at the video, not one person from the club involved came to the referee's aid. Not one. If you look at the video, they all turned their back and walked away. If that club was anywhere. Uh, repentive for that action they should withdraw yeah, well, to, to, be should fair, withdraw. to be fair I suppose we should say Pat too there's only a, you know there's a, um, a a clip or a, a clip or a, a clip piece of the video I suppose you know what I mean as opposed to the full yeah. footage or series of the event to be fair and I look I, I know the will um, that, that is being looked let, into let, and let, them, let them withdraw until the investigation is complete let them withdraw all other teams let them withdraw all if they're anywhere serious about the safety of referees. Let that club withdraw from all competition until the investigation is complete. Okay. That's what I would ask that club to do. I would ask the chairman of the club to stand up and make that decision. Okay. That he, they withdraw until from all competition on the investigation is complete. Okay. And I should say too, look, if anybody from, we, we have reached out to, to the clubs and to the to the Roscommon GAA as well and if, absolutely, look, if you want to give us a shout, 1800 453 106 is the number. Pat, will you stay with us because I want to bring in Sean as well, Sean Slattery from the um, the Irish Soccer Referees Association. Um, not a unique situation to the GAA, Sean. No, indeed, uh, Andrea, good morning. Um, there's one difference is that uh, Unlike the GA referees are mostly club members and the ref- soccer referees are totally separate so we deal directly with the FAI themselves and um, since we would have last spoken 
there's major developments have taken place that the board approved. We had negotiations and the board of the FAI have approved much stronger sanctions which kick in. Maybe some of your listeners mightn't be aware yet. Yeah, tell us about that, hoping, John. We're hoping for the very positive. Well, there's there's one, there's one like, first of all, as well, um, unlike the, the GA, uh, the assaults and attempted assaults are not dealt with by leagues. They will be dealt with by the disciplinary control unit, the FAI, which is a separate. So it takes the onus off uh, and the pressure off leagues having to try to deal with assaults from within their own league. So that's a, that's been in operation for a couple of years, but there's another one, like, attempted assault is now identified as a specific offence which wasn't before so there's a 12 month minimum ban for that for anyone that's found to be guilty of that but one of the biggest ones is there's actually a minimum 6 match ban for threatening and intimidating behaviour towards referees from either players or club officials and that's nationwide that's for any competition that's So not for spectators Sean but for, for club or any match official there'd be a 6 month minimum yeah. ban 6 match sorry no 6, six match, match ban apologies, for yeah. uh, threatening behaviour say either by players or by club officials towards the referee before, during, or after games. So that that's that's something new that's in, and we're hoping that'll have a very positive. We're hoping mm. the whole thing will. We're hoping to see a big, hopefully a bigger change to the picture again this time next year. We won't have to keep coming back to these things, but this is something that's positive, and also that clubs are going to be monitored for the behaviour of their spectators as well, which is a different one as well. And the FAI will be looking at that. These are new things. I know since we last spoke, there was a lot of things. Now, we had an assault ourselves in Dublin last Friday, which, again, I can't go with. That's case pending on that, so we can't go into mm. that. But that was the first week of the season. And we had that already. Already an and, incident, uh, yeah. And when you say... our colleague in us, Commonwealth, as well, hopefully. Yeah. Um, when, when you say that, that the clubs are going to be monitored, the spect- spectators monitored for their behaviour, like, I mean, yeah. what happens if there is some sort of... Um, Abuse, you know, verbal the, abuse. The referee's report reports say a certain, say incident at a match or whatever, um, intimidation, etc. From the, they can put it in the match report, and the match report, we've been led to believe that these, uh, any of these um, sanctions as well, like for the intimidation, the league, when the leagues themselves, they'll be imposing those bans, but they will also have to report that what they did to the FAI. The disciplinary committees of the leagues will have to report how they deal with these incidents so does it, they're monitored to see if they're actually being put into effect nationwide that was part of the okay. agreement and it was very positive the cooperation with the FAI yeah. uh, they had a respect campaign and I know there was a lot of publicity and yourselves were a great help as well before we're, we're just hoping that um, these incidents like they're shocking when they, and especially when you see when it comes on video you can put all the reports down and write when you want. And when it's when you, when you, I know when you see the, the footage it's when it's yeah. laid bare you know before you like that um it's shocking, we're, and I'm thinking of. We're hoping for a positive out of this. Um, it took a lot of negotiation since since the last time, and it's these are actually in. Mm-hmm. Like they're in the FBI rule book for you, any of our members yeah. that are online, well, well, or any other club members they can read them. I'm sure they've seen it by now. Yeah, j- j- just on some of those points. I mean, Pat, you're listening to Sean there, like the the six match ban. Um, for you know, players or anybody from the, the the team involved, and teams being monitored in terms of spectators, like is that the are they the kind of measures that you think the GAA should follow the FAI's lead on this? Exactly, every action should have a reaction. That's the way the world goes around. But at the moment, every action at the moment within a lot, I won't say every action, but a lot of actions within the GAA. The first thing is how can we how can we overturn this? That's the first action reaction of all the clubs is how can we overturn overturn this? And that's it. There's no there's no penalty because clubs are adamant they want their players no matter what, and that's the problem. 
that is the problem. Mm-hmm. Unless it's taken as they have done now with the soccer and given it to head office, it has to be done that way as yeah. well. It has to be taken away from count, individual county boards and certain instances like that must go straight to Croke Park. Uh, Ian Cooney, um, Ian, you're still on the line there and you're, and you're listening to this. Are we expecting any update from the, the county board in Roscommon or from um, the GAA at all today? I don't think so, Andrea. I think it will be until the investigation is completed before we hear from them again. But just going back to Pat's point, I think he's 100% right. The system that we have at the moment is just not fit for purpose. If someone does something very, very serious and gets a three-year or five-year ban, doesn't go in and get it halved. It's, it's all about, it's a culture within the GA that, you know, as Pat says, how can I get this overturned? And until that culture changes, we're going over on this and it'll just be Groundhog Day. We'll keep coming back to this next week. It's Roscommon's problem this afternoon mm. or last night. It'll be someone else's county's right. problem oh, absolutely. You know, tomorrow or next week. Um, this texter says, as a father of a young referee, I see the abuse towards referees firsthand. The referees around the country this weekend should stand in protest and not referee games. Crow Park to blame. They don't care about the referees, says this texter. Jean has got in touch. She says, this incident explains why I don't allow my children to be involved. Sideline behaviour, absolutely appalling. Michael has texted and he says, I've been saying it for years, the GAA at every level, it's a disgrace. Every Sunday during the um, during the All-Ireland series, we're scrapping hurlies into ribs um, in many cases as well. I, w- I would ban each player for life involved, according to Michael, his suggestion on it. Um Pat, like you, you still referee games. I mean, when you head out now in the, um, you know, in the weekends ahead, like in club matches and underage games, does this is this on your mind that you know you could could be faced with more of this? No, no, you, you can't you can't approach a game like that at all. You have to go out as this everything. Every game, every game is different. Every team is different. That's the way you have to approach. It's a brand new game. It's a brand new week, and you just get on and you implement the rules as you as you see fit. But I just. The thing about it is, as I've always said, unless these coaches are made to do a referee's course and actually understand the rules of the game, most of them understand the game. They don't know the rules. And that's the difference. You, if, unless you are made to do the referee's course as part of your coaching course, this is going to continue. Because when you do a referee's course, believe me, I was, I was no saint when I was playing football. I was one of the worst. But I, when I'd done the course, my eyes were opened. What I believed were rules. We're so far mm. off the mark. Okay. Because it's very different when you actually read the rule book. Very, very different. Phil has got in touch as well. He says, until somebody is banned for life um, following an incident, or at least even two to three years, nothing is ever going to change. If somebody gets so worked up during a match, I think there's something seriously wrong, says Phil. Look, keep the messages coming into us. Your thoughts on how we try and stop this kind of behaviour. 53106 is the number if you do want to get in touch with us. Ian Cooney from the Roscommon Hurled, Pat Byrne O'Connell and um, Sean Slattery as well. Thanks a million for your time here on Lunchtime Live. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.